on the Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Pepsi, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Jets, Blake Cripps. Welcome back to the JetCast, Episode 9, as we head back to the wrestling mat this week. Time running out for the wrestlers here, just a couple of events left, and then Super Regionals not far away. Sunday, March 1st, the beginning of March Madness for the wrestlers. But we'll start today with Ryan Smith, the head coach for the Newman Wrestlers. Later on in the show, you'll hear from first-year women's golf head coach Karen Torgerson and a wrestler coming up next segment, Tyler Lawley. But we'll start with Coach Smith. The Jets are back in action with two home duels next up Friday, right here in Wichita, Fugate Gymnasium. The Mules of Central Missouri coming in, and the Tigers from Fort Hay State come calling next week. We'll recap it all with Coach Ryan Smith. Coach, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks for having us. Uh, 24-21, last time out against Nebraska Kearney. Tough, nationally prestigious program on the road. Uh, a three-point loss. What was the difference in that matchup for you? Well, the difference was, I mean, you know, they had a little bit more firepower than we did. Uh, gave up a few, pin, a couple pins in a, in a bonus point match. And it's tough to win a duel when, when you give up those types of points. So, um, overall, wrestled real well. They actually they actually gave up two matches to us, uh, or forfeited two matches to us, which uh, brought that clo- that score a little bit closer. Um, but overall, we wrestled we wrestled really well. Um, several matches, and uh, Thor Belavich had a had a really nice win, uh, knocking off that number five kid. That was he's a returning finalist from last year. So that kind of highlighted that duel there, um, and it it kind of kind of puts a. A little momentum going into going into the next couple, you know, week and a half, and and then right into the regional tournament. Well, and you mentioned how good Nebraska Kearney is, and I was just up there to cover the basketball teams, and they've got a ton. I know you saw them, all those banners up there in the in the field house. Not sure where you wrestled, but in the on the basketball court, they've got all those national semifinal runner up, you know, banners up there. So, I mean, it has to make you feel good to be that close within three points of such a nationally respected program. Oh yeah, it makes you feel good. It makes you it makes you know you're on the right track. But I mean, at the end of the day, you want to beat them. So, um, you know, it is what it is. You know, we took a we took a loss to UCO, took a loss to UNK. Um, so we feel like we're we feel like after the next two duels, we should should secure that spot in that third spot um, as far as in that conference. And and we're excited to do that. Ryan Smith, my guest, head wrestling coach for Newman University. Earlier this season, we talked to Cameron Frame on the podcast, and he had been wrestling really well at that time. How has he been doing over his last few events? You know, Cameron's just that dude. He goes out there and does his job, and, um, you know, that's what he that's what we expect from him. That, that's what he expects to do. So um, really no change there. Um, so he's right where he needs to be this time of year. We will, be, we will be talking to a Wichita junior coming up by way of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Tyler Lawley will be our next guest. And guest, and I know that you mentioned that he had been wrestling really well over his last couple of events. Got a buy up there at Nebraska Kearney. What's made Tyler so good this year? He, he's just a boy. He's just a man amongst boys anymore. Um, he gets after it um, every time he's out. 
Um, you know, he's he's just a workhorse for us, and he and he's he's honestly been that way for the last two and a half years. Um, you know, he's, he came up short the last couple of years at the regional tournament to make it to the national tournament. But, I mean, you're talking about a kid that wins 30, you know, 30-plus matches for us every year. Um, even as a freshman, he was he was winning a ton of matches. So um, he, he's just doing his job. He's right there with the rest of those guys that, that show up day in, day out, do, does the right things uh, for the most part um, to make sure he finishes on top. Well, it, we're getting down to the end of the season, so obviously it's time to start thinking about these seniors that you're going to have to replace, three seniors on your roster this year. And I know two of them have been logging a lot of minutes on the mat for you. Uh, what's it been like to coach these guys over their career and uh, how difficult will it be to replace them uh, once they're gone here in a couple of weeks? It, it, it's always it's always tough to replace those guys. You know, sometimes you feel like you're starting over, but... I mean, what a what an awesome opportunity to see these guys grow. You know, Kevin uh, Thor's been here all four years, but uh, Kevin, you know, with a he transferred in from Pratt Community College, where he was an All American over there. So we've had him for the last two years. Kevin Cassane, he's talking about. Yeah, Kevin Cassane. So I mean, they've just been workhorses for us. They they come in, do their job, and it's just fun to watch them grow um, when they come. You know, come through that door the first time, and and then see what they're doing today. Talking with Ryan Smith, getting set for the next home duel, which will be on Friday against the Mules of Central Missouri. Fort Hay State is coming next week to wrap up the regular season for the Jets. How nice is it to end with two home duels back to back weeks to wrap up the year? Oh, it's, it's going to be awesome. We got, um, you know, they they come in on Friday night. You know, there's nothing more romantic than bringing your wife to a <laughs> to a wrestling meet on, you know, a wrestling duel on a Friday, Valentine's Day, but. Um, it's going to be fun. We've got a we've got a kids duel um, scheduled to start prior to each one of those matches um, with Halstead and Newton kicking it off the Friday night, and then um, Bishop Carroll and Mays Kids Club coming in the following Wednesday. So we always like to do that. Those those little kids get a kick out of wrestling underneath the light, loud music, and um, you know making them feel big time. So we we enjoy the heck out of doing that. I know you'll have some extra curricular activities planned for Valentine's Day, and then uh, Senior Day will be coming up against Fort Hayes State the next week, right? Oh, we're actually doing Senior Senior Day well, on, um, Friday. on Friday as well. So it'll be a there'll be a lot going on against Central Missouri, and and then we'll finish it out right against Fort Hayes State. Well, let's talk about these mules then because they're up next. And uh, if, correct me if I am wrong. The action begins uh, just after seven o'clock on Friday. Correct. So we'll do the we'll do the kids duel about five thirty six five thirty to six thirty. Um, do senior night right at seven, and uh, there shouldn't be any reason we're not wrestling that first match at seven o five. Okay, so seven o five for that first matchup. Um, how good are these mules coming in? I know Central Missouri uh, historically has been pretty good at just about every sport on the men's side uh, in their athletic department in terms of the mules. Uh, how good are these mules this year? Uh, I think they're struggling a little bit, but um, we, we should match up fine with them. Um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter who we're going against. We're going to prepare the same way, and we're gonna we're gonna line up toe to toe with them and 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 try to beat them up. So. <laughs> Um, it, it should be a fun night. Well, let's wrap up here by talking about the postseason, uh, the wrestling postseason coming up with the Super Regionals on March 1st, uh, a Sunday. And for fans of the other sports, basketball, volleyball, the team sports, you know, normally there's a conference tournament. And, you know, if you 
place well in your conference, then you get to go to the NCAA tournament. And there was at one point, you know, an MIAA event. You guys hosted it here a couple of years ago. Uh, that's no longer the case. So what happened to that event? Why don't the conferences do something like that? And how does getting into or qualifying for the postseason work now? Well, we actually hosted the, I believe we actually hosted the last MIAA conference tournament um, probably two years ago. Yes, and, I remember that. Um, you know, it was just one of those deals. We, we, duel each, we duel these guys all through the year. We see them at open tournaments. Um, it just almost got to be too much where we are, we are, seeing, we are seeing these guys three, four, five times in, a, in one year. And um, there was just no reason to beat ourselves up um, throughout the course of that year um, for one more, you know, small event. So uh, we decided to scrap that, just do a, just do a, you know, do a conference champion based on the duels. And, um, and then so we, we, we go right – so after this Fort Hayes duel next week, we'll, we'll, we'll start preparing for our Super Regional. Um, and that's how an ind individual sport basically does it with um, those Super Regional tournaments out there. And then the top three out of that region will go on to the national tournament two weeks later. So everybody on the roster theoretically is eligible for the Super Regional. Yeah, you'll you'll take your starting ten to those, that super regional um, in each individual weight class, and and then those guys will battle it out, and um, you know we'll we'll get we'll get ready to go. And obviously, the team championships at the national level just determined by however many you happen to qualify and however many points you score. And if you're in the top, then you win the national title. So obviously, the more you get to nationals, the better. So final question, as we get closer to the postseason, how is this team poised and are they ready to make a little run here in March? Oh, absolutely. I think this is the this is by far one of the better teams that Newman's ever put together. And um, it's going to be a fun postseason. I, I can promise you that. Well, we'll talk with a local Wichita product, Tyler Lawley, about that upcoming postseason here on our next segment. Coach, thanks for the time. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. Tyler Lawley is next on the JetCast right after this. You are a business owner. Every day you concern yourself with trying to grow revenue, increase margins, manage cash flow, live within compliance, maintain staff, understand health care, raise capital, satisfy customers. With all of this on your plate, you haven't even noticed your parking lot. Your parking lot says a lot about your business, and South Central Ceiling and Paving gives your parking lot a voice. Let South Central Ceiling and Paving take your parking lot off your plate. Start now at scceiling.com. South Central Ceiling and Paving. Welcome back to the JetCast, getting set for the wrestling event coming up on Friday. The Jets hosting Central Missouri. Should be a great Valentine's Day date, so bring her out or bring him out and see some great wrestling here as the Jets also celebrate Senior Day on Friday night, 7.05, as they get started against Central Missouri. And so now we bring in Tyler Lawley, a Wichita by way of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, where he was a fantastic high school wrestler. Tyler Lawley, thanks so much for your time. Thank you for having me today. Well, how has your season been going so far? How would you self-rate yourself here as you go into the last month of the regular season? Uh, I'd say my season's been going pretty good so far. This is the first year that I've made a strong push in the uh, beginning of the semester and the second semester. So uh, I'd like to see myself in the national tournament in the year. Obviously, last time out, not much to talk about. You got a forfeit victory, a walkover at Nebraska Kearney. Does that happen a lot in wrestling? Um, not typically. I'm not really sure why I had a forfeit. The guy I was actually supposed to wrestle was one of the top five guys at my weight that I had wrestled previously. 
So I'm not really sure what happened there. Is that frustrating when you you know you get all amped up? You make that long trip to Nebraska, or maybe maybe they called it off before you got there. But um, you know, I know if you're a competitor, you want to wrestle, and then you don't get that chance. How frustrating is that? Uh, it's pretty frustrating because actually we wrestled last year, and he got up on me 14 to zero, and then I ended up coming back and pinning him. So it was a pretty exciting match. And wow! So I was really looking forward to wrestling again and seeing if I could instead of getting down 14 to zero before I pinned him. <laughs> Hopefully winning and then pinning him. Well, that that had to be uh, – he had to remember that. That's got to be a, a difficult way to lose. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> yeah. The, how did you keep your – you know, just stay positive? I mean, I know you've, you've got to be looking over there at the scoreboard saying, well, unless I pin him, you know, there's no way I can win this match. Uh, well, last year we started a mental training program, so just really controlling your mindset. And they call it your IPS level. So just staying calm under pressure helped me. What does that IPS stand for? Does it does it have is there an acronym? Don't if you don't remember, that's okay. I don't even know that it's a thing. Tyler Lolly is my guest, wrestler on this Newman wrestling team. They're getting set for Valentine's Day action on Friday against Central Missouri. So let's go back to your last match. When was that? My last match would have been at the Nebraska Kearney duels against Western State. Okay, so uh, just before you got, went to Nebraska Kearney to play the Lopers, you were at the duels. How did that match go? Um, I believe I won 7-1. to one. So obviously executed what you wanted to in that match. Yes, that was actually a guy that I had wrestled for third and fourth of the Midwest Classic, so it was another rematch. Gotcha. What do you feel like the strength of your game is in, in your wrestling technique? I would say that my strength is definitely my top abilities. I'm able to turn a lot of people and get the fall, so I get to make up for where I lack on my feet. Okay, so that that's where you think your weakness is. What is it about your uh, on-foot game that you think needs to get improved? Uh, I just need to focus on getting my hips down, stuffing shots, and just not being lazy in a stance. Gotcha. What do you think you have improved on the most in your wrestling technique this year? Uh, just being stingy in a lot of situations and not giving up simple points, staying in a stance more, and then I've just gotten a lot tougher on top. Final question for you, Central Missouri on Friday. Maybe a couple of questions. First of all, how special is it going to be to have those guys out there for their senior day? Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, last, or Actually, my freshman year, I didn't get to wrestle in the senior duel against Central Missouri. So hopefully I can make it up to them. Absolutely. That would be fantastic. And then how much do you know about the, I'm assuming you're scheduled to wrestle, how much do you know about your potential competitor? Um, I actually wrestled him last year in the duel, and I almost tech-falled him. And then we met in the semis of regionals, and he upset me. He beat me 3-1. to one. So he went to the national tournament, and I was sitting at home. Wow. Yeah, I bet that, that obviously that was disappointing. What changed the outcomes of those two matches where you had kind of dominated him? And then obviously, you know, in wrestling, it's only, you know, four, five, six minutes of action, and then it's over. Um, and so, you know, upsets do happen. Uh, he just he changed his positioning. He got in a really good stance, and then he was just stingy with everything he did way he hand fought he didn't come out of a stance he exploded up off the whistle so he wrestled the way that i should wrestle every time gotcha how much are you looking forward to uh getting a chance at a a rematch with him oh i'm looking forward to it i love it final question for you Uh, how ready and poised do you feel for the postseason tournament which is set to begin first of march for super regionals Uh, i feel just as focused as i've ever been i'm ready to go through the tournament and hopefully come out on top of the podium and then continue that on to the national tournament.
Tyler Lawley, wrestler on this Newman team, once again, 7.05 for the matches on Friday, Valentine's Day, as the Jets take on Central Missouri, 7.05 at Fugate Gymnasium. Tyler, good luck, and thanks so much for the time. Thank you very much. When we resume and wrap up the JetCast after this, we'll talk with first-year women's golf coach Taryn Torgerson. That's when we return. When remodeling your kitchen or purchasing a new home, choosing the right countertops can often be intimidating. Trust the quartz and granite experts at Keystone Solid Surfaces to work with you every step of the way, from design to installation. Keystone Solid Surfaces fabricates and installs the highest quality quartz and granite countertops. So remember, when you're ready for new countertops, the key is Keystone. Keystone Solid Surfaces. Call 316-778-1566. That's 778-1566. Or go online to Keystone solidsurfaces.com Here to wrap up the JetCast for week number nine of the JetCast season and we will go to golf for the first time. Hard to believe, but the major sports are going to be back here at least on the golf side in just a couple of months as everybody turns their eyes to Augusta and here in Wichita, the Newman women are getting set to resume their season, which actually began all the way back in September. And we're talking with a new coach here on the staff, four-year player at Wichita State with one Missouri Valley Conference and one American Athletic Conference title Taryn Torgerson now the head coach for women's golf here at Newman University coach thank you so much for the time thank you I appreciate it well four events in September to October obviously Um, so you've had a look to see what you've got a long time ago it has to feel like right now Uh, what did you like about the first events of the season back in September and October yeah I mean it was it was a good start and uh, you know coming in with a a new coach is never easy for student athletes to adjust to, so um, I credit them a lot. They've come to practice every day and bought into my system and uh, bought into the process, and they've been very coachable, and they've learned, and they've gotten a lot better, and they've said that they've never had this much fun playing golf, so that's that's good for me to hear. Um, but I'm very impressed with the way they came out, especially my top three. They came out and really played well and are sitting in a really good place where if they play well this spring, they could do some special things come postseason if they could qualify. So really impressed um, with the way that they came out this fall and kind of bought into what, what I have them doing, and um, they're excited for spring. have to be a fan of Wichita. You spent four years at Wichita State and now just moving down the road to, to be a coach at Newman. How, how nice is it for you to just stay in one place to play your career, then start as a graduate assistant, and now you're head coach in the in your college alma mater town. Yeah, it's really special. Um, when I got this job, it was a dream come true. I've wanted to be a head coach um, since I started playing golf, really. Um, but uh, to represent my home state in my first head coaching job is, is really special to me, and to stay here, I have a lot of resources here um, in Wichita, um, and this community in Wichita has given me so much um, with golf and just helping develop me as a golfer, as a coach, and as a person. So to be able to give back to that community that's given me so much is, is pretty special. Taryn Torgerson, my guest, the new head coach for women's golf. Split season, I've always asked your predecessors about this. It's very strange how the collegiate golf season works with the split, obviously, uh, the professionals do this now as well with the season kind of arbitrarily ending there in you know September with the FedEx Cup or whatever that that happens in August. Um, what what are your thoughts on the split season? Obviously, something as a collegiate player that you're very used to. 
Yeah, I, I personally like it. And, you know, there's no better way to get better and to improve than to be in that competitive environment and to compete against other people. You know, it it gets boring sitting out there hitting five-foot putts in the hole, you know, one after another and just beating balls on the on the driving range. But to go out and to actually, you know, have to play. And if you, you know, if you hit a bad shot, like, there's consequences for that on the golf course and in competition and that those pressure moments is the best way for a kid to improve both mentally and physically on the golf course so I I really like it and the fall kind of allows us to kind of see what we have you know kind of get started and then we can really drill right now in the off season um, as we lead into spring on on what we need to get better to really try and make a postseason late run in the spring. What is your plan for these off times obviously between October and March you don't get started here for a couple more weeks uh, there's no competition so as a coach what goes into the game planning in terms of getting these guys to help them get better even when the weather outside is maybe uh, not so golf friendly yeah living in Wichita you know you kind of have to fight mother nature every now and then <laughs> yeah. and we're not winning right now <laughs> no. but that's all right we have uh, we're blessed to have the indoor facility that we do on campus so when maybe some other teams are sitting at home on their couches you know we're we're in there still getting work done and working on our fundamentals and stuff so that's really big uh, for our development but after the fall season you know I had um my girls take stats throughout the fall um, of every tournament round they played and so I compiled those at the end to kind of see where we were losing shots and how we could get better and shave a couple shots both um, as individual players and as a team and so that's what we've been hitting a lot um, this off season, and a lot of that has been short game um, just the chipping and putting around the green we lose some shots so we've been really hammering that um, leading into the spring and then I I make them compete against each other and I, I tell them I don't want you to be nice to each other I want you to you know be hard on each other and and really compete and they like that and it gets really competitive at practice sometimes and that that keeps them motivated and that keeps them engaged in what we're doing in this in this gap uh, while we wait to to compete against other schools again. Taryn Torgerson my guest head women's golf coach here for the Jets so conversely here now as we are going through to the last month of this off season and you'll get started about the time that March Madness starts for the basketball guys and girls how do you ramp things back up here in these last three or four weeks before competition gets restarted? Yeah, I mean, we're just, I've been talking to him a lot of how, you know, we don't have control over what the weather's like, um, but we have to find ways every day to get better. Um, and I tell him, I mean, you got to put it home on your carpet. We have training aids that they can use on their carpet. Come into that. They're, they have access to that basement room whenever they want to come in and hit balls. Or, um, And it gets boring hitting balls into a net, but um, I'm proud of them for not – they're not getting complacent. They're still coming in and they're motivated and they're trying to, you know, making sure that they're being disciplined enough to work on the things that they need to work on and not just in there to say they've been in there. So I've been really impressed with how, the, with how they've approached, you know, some of the weather issues that we've had. Um, but just – Keeping them, I mean, we, we throw together some competitions down there and we get pretty creative down there and things that you never thought we would probably do, <laughs> but we uh, we make sure that they're, they're staying engaged and they're still finding ways to get better and then they can push each other as well. Obviously, you don't have a huge roster on your team, but who, so I'm guessing that allows you to spend a lot of individual time with each player to work with them one-on-one -on -one if it's required and so based on what you've seen so far in the fall season and how they've worked in the winter who do you expect the leaders to be on your team when you're trying to score points here once you do get started in a couple of weeks yeah I have a really really strong core group of juniors um, I got three girls returning from 
last year, and they've came in and had a really solid, really solid fall. Um, Kate Robertson led the way for us, uh, average 77, and put together some really good rounds. And even those rounds that weren't as good as she liked, you know, she there were signs that you know at any minute she could break out and, and go really low. And you know, she's one of the top players in the conference, and she could she can beat anybody she goes up against. I um, mean, any on any given day. So, um, and then Julia Chorus, you know, she averaged uh, 79, and then Cassidy was right behind her with with 81 so the three of them are definitely the leaders of our of our team and they go out um day in and day out and can put numbers on the board and can really do something special golf is not like a lot of these other sports whereas the women uh out there on the softball diamond the men playing baseball obviously these basketball players and and the volleyballers also know about how tough the miaa is because you're playing those teams week in and week out it's not like that in golf you go to different events um but you do see all the teams at the miaa championships at the end of the year um I'm sure that you'll see more of these MIAA teams now, probably running in more of the same events with them now. How good is women's golf in the MIAA? Oh, they're really good. They're really good. Um, and we see them a lot. Um, a lot of our fall tournaments, I think three out of the four fall tournaments that we went to this uh, fall were hosted by MIAA schools. So um, they have great facilities, great golf courses, um, just great coaches and a really a lot of depth which is kind of what we're missing right now with the small roster but you know something that we can build on moving forward but they're very the MIAA is strong top to bottom you know so you have to go out and you have to play really well um and that's it's exciting even though we have a small roster it's exciting that I that we have those three that can kind of lead the way for us and and can compete I mean they can compete with the best of them in the MIAA so that's been um, exciting and we'll keep you know building building the program and building the team to, to compete a little bit better as well. Taryn Torgerson, my guest, the women's golf coach for the Jets. Next up, the Diffie Lord Lincoln Invite down in Edmond, actually hosted not by who you would think. You'd think maybe Oklahoma Christian or uh, Central Oklahoma, but it's Southern Nazarene hosting this event. Figure that one out. Um, what do you look forward to seeing? What kind of teams are you going to see there at that Invitational? And what are your goals for the team there? Yeah, um, it's, it'll be a good startup event for us. And actually, my, my three girls have actually played that golf course before. So that'll be really good because moving to the MIAA, they haven't seen any of those any of the golf courses sure. that we played in the fall or in the spring. Um, and I haven't either with because we never played those courses when I was playing either. So um, that'll be an advantage. And, and they like the course. They have good memories of the course. And that's always good with golf being so mental. If you played well there, you probably like that course. So yeah. that's something that they can kind of hang their hat on as we prepare to go down there. But there'll be um, a lot of good teams uh, within our region that will be there. So it'll be kind of a good place to start and kind of see where we're at and kind of see what we need to work on you know to build up the spring we have six tournaments this spring so once we once we leave for edmund uh march march 8th we're going to be uh six and almost pretty much six in a row until the conference championship so we got um a lot a little bit more time to prepare but um we're excited for all the competition that we're going to have this spring final question for you what are your goals for this first team you know how what, what do you what are you trying? What are you trying to get accomplished here in year one to set up your program, and then obviously, uh, you know, any titles you can win in the postseason that uh, that be a little uh, gravy gravy on top of everything, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. It would. Um, 
you know, those three um, we're really working with um, on just going out and taking one shot at a time. You know, with golf being such a mental game, you have to be able to have a short memory and put, you know, what happened two holes ago, you can't change. You got to put that behind you and you got to, you know, keep your foot on the gas and keep moving forward and not look back in that rearview mirror. So we're really, I'm kind of really pushing that into them because all three of them have a good opportunity that they could qualify for regionals um, if they play well this spring and do, do what they need to do to best prepare themselves. So that's kind of what I'm looking for is just, you know, making them better every day and making sure that every day we get a little bit better at something else so they can go out and feel more confident and, and play the way that they know how they can play and just have fun with it. And, and hopefully uh, come April, we're, we're doing something pretty cool. Taryn Torgerson, the first-year head coach for the Newman Jets women's golf team. And like your other head coaches, normally I would say welcome to Wichita, but there's no need, so instead I'll just say good luck. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate it. That's our JetCast for this week. We'll be back next week with another show focusing more on other golfers, and obviously we're going to get back into baseball, softball, and basketball as well over the coming weeks. So stay tuned for that. We will have a basketball player from the men's team on next week so look forward to that so until then Blake Cripps saying go Jets